2: Good evening and welcome to Green and White, the weekly Argyle Life podcast. This podcast, of course, is available on iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher, so please follow and subscribe on those platforms to keep up to date with the latest episodes. With us this week to discuss Argyle's 2 defeat at Sunderland, we have Sam Down. Hello. And joining us, Adam Price. Hello. Small crew this week, but plough ahead anyway. Adam, why don't you talk us through your thoughts?
1: So, what would be the main factor that I would consider is Argyle's composure at both ends of the field. Argyle weren't—it wasn't the best setup. It couldn't have been the best setup with injuries and suspensions being at play. But we generally seem to keep them at bay until the half-hour mark. Then we get to the point where a cross comes in; it's easily dealt. with, carry's got it on the on the outside of his own box, and just doesn't seem composed enough to be able to deal with it. He tries to be maybe too clever, or maybe he's got a couple of ideas oh, in his head in there. I
2: don't oh, think that's touch harsh. It's just, a, it's just a dodgy touch, really. It's a dodgy touch, and he takes. I, I think you're making a bit more out of it than you should, really. Yeah, I, y- yes, I... K- yes, Kerry makes, makes the mistake. I'm not going to argue that, but I mean, I don't think he's. It's not like he's taken a touch and tried to take him on and beat him. He takes a touch, doesn't get it in close enough, and the guy takes off his feet.
1: Yeah, it, it's Kerry's it's mistake. I mean, no, no matter how many. We can say, argue what might, what might have been going through his mind, but it's Kerry's error that's led to the goal, and that's where the lack of composure comes from. Well, he... oh, yeah,
2: no, I agree with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not going to dispute that. That's,
1: that. that's where I'm coming from. And yeah, I'm glad to see we're on the same page with that one. But yeah, it, it was that. And as soon as Sunderland took the lead, you saw in the in the system that was set up purely to keep them at bay. Oh, my God, Sunderland can breach this. And they could very easily have done it time and time again before the break. I think Leather and save from Will Grigg in particular was very, very good to get himself in that sort of position to keep the ball out. So something did need to change at halftime. Something did change at halftime. And credit to Adams for that. And again, there just wasn't enough composure when we got into the positions to take advantage of it. I think, again, chance creation wasn't what it should be, wasn't what it could be. But when we did get into those areas a couple of times, and I think when we got there, there just wasn't that final touch that was required to get us into that sort of excellent goal-scoring opportunity that, to be honest, we've all been craving for for weeks now. So overall lack of composure at both ends really it could have been better it could have been worse but we've lost 2-0 away to a very very strong Sunderland side it's not something I'm particularly going to spend a very long time moaning about it is what it is
2: I think you're overstating our attacking impetus there a bit I mean it wasn't great I grant you it wasn't great you say like we're missing the final pass we were missing a couple of passes before that I mean part one of the reasons we we're able to get control was Kerry and Lemiros dropping deeper to receive the ball, but well, that just meant that we had the ball in deeper positions. I mean Ladapo, five passes all game, really sums it up. We 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 never it wasn't about the final pass, it was about the pass before that. Only a couple of times were we able to work any kind of position. And even then, you yeah, there weren't there weren't great positions like a lot of people are moaning at Threllkells for example. And that still doesn't look very good. Even when I saw the still of him lining up the shot while Ladapo's square on, he, he, I thought to myself, "Oh, geez, why didn't he pass it?" You watch it in full full motion. Thorikel's flying onto the ball. He he can probably barely, he can probably see Ladapo barely out the corner of his eye. It's not an easy ball to cut back. It's not as easy as it looks to cut that ball back at full speed. Is it not? He's right to shoot, in my is opinion. Is it not? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, no, it's not because, okay, so first off, you you know let me put it this way, you're killed you're, what, is he six yards from goal? You know, rebound, keeper's not fully up.
3: Ladapa's got a player telling... right
2: on him, hasn't he, as well. Ladapa's
3: got a player quite close to him as well. He has you got a player quite close to him, up. but put that it's aside, not aside not for now. Put that, on, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> put that aside for now. You're telling me you want your player six yards from goal, one-on-one with a keeper, to not shoot?
1: If there's the in the better wrong position, Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes, no, no,
2: no. But okay. Right. If if he's got the ball at his feet, he's taken his touch. He's taken a touch. You know. He's he's in control of the ball. Right. He, he's he's not necessarily stationary, but he's slow enough. He you know he's slowed down enough that he can actually compose himself. He's not. He's he's got one touch. The one touch because he can't. If he takes a touch there, he's going to send the ball flying out of play. He's going too fast. Right. He's got one touch, and with that touch, he was right to shoot simple as, because trying to square that wouldn't have been as easy, he probably would have under-hit it. And on top of that, that that assumes that he can even see Ladapo clearly, he knows exactly where he is, he can see that Ladapo is clear, in space, and ready to shoot. Threlkeld was right to shoot, 100%. You um...
1: You say that as a case of, you know, it's his he didn't have time to compose himself and that's kind of linking back to my point the point point. not uh, saying he
2: didn't have time yeah no but no, no but your point is that there was a lack of composure i'm saying he physically couldn't compose like he he did the right thing he was perfectly composed he saw his opportunity he, he took a shot
1: i mean uh, the the way i'm looking at it is the what did he need to have a shot in those circumstances? If you're yes saying, he did you're saying yes, yes, would he you did. want your player i, I no, no, no he good. did he needed to have to a good. shot
2: there was there was little else he could do you, i mean what you're saying there is my player, with a clear sight of goal, with no, with probably, probably unaware of any players around him who had a better sight of goal, and a, a very diff—it's much harder for him to. You know, think about him running forward, the motion of his legs, back and forward, back and forth. You're telling me you want to then get him to hook his foot around the ball. He's more likely to get that pass wrong. He's got to than he readjust to his target. body
3: shape, hasn't he? If he exactly. Does that. He's got to readjust it. I mean, I think it's one of those things whereby we're all disappointed, but it's one of those things where. Probably, you know, I'm not an expert in the whole expected goals. For I, don't know, I don't know exactly what the expected goals from that chance would have been, but I think it's fair to say it's more than half. On the majority of occasions... It's not if more someone takes than half.
2: Takes that... it's too, too much of a tight angle for me. Do you think? Yeah, it, it is still a tight angle. It's not an easy chance, but it's, the right one to... It's, it's right probably, to
3: it's probably still an easier chance than what it would have been to be able to successfully adjust his body and square that to Ladapa anyway, but...
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, He's I... running onto it full speed... He's right, he's running straight on as well. It's not like he can, it's going to be difficult for him to hook his foot around the ball properly. It's not impossible to get it to Ladapo, but it's
3: it was harder than hard to shoot.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, he did the right that. thing in shooting, See, and that that still that image is very misleading. It seems
3: a bit movie, of a cliché, but if he scores it, nobody's complaining, are they? No?
1: Well, no, no, but again, as we've said, it's less likely, it's less than half of the chance that he will score from there that he won't, as Nick's just mentioned.
2: we, I think that means me and Sam. What's that, sorry? Well, by we, I think you mean Sam and I.
1: Yes, I think I do. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, it might be a case of being overly harsh. Maybe I'm being critical to Threlkard and it's a case of him being in a position he isn't usually. The way I see it, I think it's... A lot of benefit of hindsight, I grant you. If he does square that back, I think we get a better chance to score a goal than we do if Threlkaard has a shot. That's really what I'll bring to the table on that one.
2: I th- it is, yeah, no, it I'm, is I'm not going to on. disagree that Ladapo was in a better position to score. What I'm saying is that Threlkaard wasn't in a position to square it. I'm hardly going to say that the person dead centre is less likely to score than the person wide of goal. It's that it's, This isn't about who was better positioned to score. This is about... Whether or not Throckall was able to get the ball to Ladapo, and whether or not he knew he was there,
1: I think I want to bring it back to your point initially. Was it a case of do you want your player to be shooting there? You very fairly said say yes. I, with that evidence in mind, that Ladapo's in a better position, and the fact that you know there is an opportunity, albeit you know he'd have had difficulty doing it, he could do it would say no. You know, it's it's something that we are talking about in the benefit of hindsight. And as Sam mentioned, if felkow slammed it into the roof of the net, I don't think you'd get anybody complaining. But looking back, I think that was the moment where a tiny little bit more composure, a tiny little bit more split-second of thinking, could have got us somewhere.
2: Not for me, but yeah. I mean... We'll agree to disagree. W- w- one, thing, one thing I did enjoy from in the second half was the I'd say Adam's got his half-time changes right. And... It, it was a very fluid formation, because I'll tell you what, Throckles was right attacking mid, then you're centre, then you're sort of like... It wasn't really Sarsevich-style centre attacking mid, but it was central and more pushed on the other two. Yeah. I couldn't really get I I couldn't really put my finger on what that well, formation specifically was. He got himself in a fair it, few
1: positions, didn't he? Absolutely. But yeah, yeah,
2: he did. But, but most importantly, what they did was they put pressure on... Catamol but in particular Leadbitter, and Leadbitter was the one who was running the game. They would get the ball into him, he would be in time and space. Songa did an absolutely abysmal job on him in the first half. Just shocking. Um but we're not going to talk about Songa's utterly dreadful first half. <laughs> I'm going to focus no, I mean it, that that, that was that was one oh one in how not to play in that position. But um But no, so Adams did a great job at halftime identifying that problem of Grant Leadbitter running the show and just marking him, not necessarily marking him out of the game, but pressing him out of the game. I'm doing and a lot saw more that than son. we were. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, we, we, we saw more of the ball... Uh, well, I'd say that was a major factor in first getting Fox in possession, and then second, getting the whole team in possession and pushing us further up the pitch. And props to Adams for that. Downside to that is he really got it wrong in bringing on Taylor, which, I mean, left the midfield stretched. Fox and Sonko obviously didn't provide as much protection as before. And that sort of played a big factor in Sunderland's late series of chances. And then also just it took another player out of midfield. And I mean, I, I sort of know what he's going for. More long balls towards Taylor. But he should have brought off Lodapo if he was going to do that. Because it just it lost It did seem very much
1: like a while well, we're chasing the game roll of a dice sort of thing rather than the carefully planned substitution you perhaps hoped for in the circumstances.
2: Yeah, I know you had a similar
3: thought, didn't you, Sam? uh yeah, um, well yeah, I mean it's kind of it's kind of ironic the amount of many, many times I've spent on this podcast and on the on the site in general arguing that four three three is a better uh system than four 4-2, two than four two three one for our squad. However, uh, I'm I'm gonna steal one of your lines here that you messaged in the group chat, which is that um, formations being better are only as good as the players you've got playing in them. And the way some I don't
2: think that's quite uh, as how <laughs> I put it. I think it was paraphrased. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll say
3: <laughs> paraphrase rather than steal then but um the way Songo I, was playing in that first sorry, go on, you're gonna say?
2: No, 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 I'm gonna find it. You, you sorry, you continue. I'm gonna well, find well, it. Well, it uh,
3: well I I
2: think and I'm sure Nick will find a
3: provider word, but I think it's fair to that that's a, a reasonable paraphrase of what of of the of the quote itself. But Songo, the way he played in that first half, was not good at all. He was he was veering wildly out of position, it was leaving a lot of space for um, Ledbetter to run into. Uh, and therefore, actually, in spite of me thinking it's a better formation generally, I will admit that he changed to 4-2-3-1. Made it a lot better with forty-three-one. We don't really control the midfield, but at least there is that chance that by getting at them and snapping at their heels a bit, we can we can just get the ball to create a few chances, which we did. We created that froco double chance, which was you know froco um, missed the shot, and it came back from thirty seconds later, missed the follow-up. Both decent chances. We had the he didn't miss the shot for
2: the first one. He turned around and passed it back.
3: Oh yeah, right. he he tried, tried to, to go around shot.
2: Flanagan, I think it was, or maybe it was done. I think it was one. done one of them. Argu- like, arguably, should have
3: shot. Though, arguably, could have shot. Um, no, and it then was I've... too
2: tight from there.
3: <laughs> Maybe I've not seen the replay, but anyway, so that happened. That 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 whole passage, passage of play happened, and then also as well as that, of course, we had the the painful Sawyer incident, which really should have been a penalty. Uh, I it was a bad a decision t- not to give a yeah. penalty. Can't disagree yeah, with that. Yeah, I've seen it again. There's no way. There's no two ways about it. He's, he go he goes diving forward and he sticks not one but both arms out and he uses one of his arms to block the ball. It's a clear penalty you'll see do, do you, you still think it's a decision. red card? Ah, uh, I'll say no for the sake of avoiding an argument. I think there's a case it could be, but I don't think it's no. There's no
2: on. case it could be a red card. It's not an intentional handball. I think he goes with
3: both arms out though. I think he it, goes it, with both no, first arms off,
2: out. I don't think he goes with both arms out. I I, I don't I don't recall thinking both arms out. But, I mean, second... It, it's it, at
3: least a penalty.
2: It's, yeah, it's hundred definite penalty. I'm not sure... Uh, you can see how... why I saw is appealing quite so vocally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's as obvious as it could be in the And the referee's got position. such
3: a great view of it as well, yeah. hasn't he? He's looking right at the thing, you know? Chicken down What? I Possibly. I don't, know if it, I don't know if he's just had a complete brain fade or if he's genuinely let the crowd get to him or what, but for whatever reason, he's not given it and he really should have
2: done he should have. By the way, the 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 line was: it's a reminder that all formations are relative. Four-three-two-one is our best formation as long as it has the right players in it.
3: That well, that's it really. Although I don't, I, don't, I think generally speaking, it's the formation they want us to play. But when I still maintain that it is. But the way we played it against um, Sunderland was very bad, mostly due to Songo. Also, I think also part not only due to Songo, but also partly due to the fact that we sat a bit too deep as a team. We gave them a bit too much respect. The fact that Songo then left a big hole didn't help. But even if Songo had played to his right shape, I think we were sitting a bit too deep, gave them a bit too much respect. And the advantage of the four-two-three-one is at least it didn't enable us to press them a bit more and not just sit deep and let them come onto us.
2: I don't think we sat deep intentionally. I think what happened was that, that we just couldn't get close to Leadbitter. And Leadbitter was the one running the show and in possession, we had to back off. When we pushed up, Leadbitter just sprayed a fantastic ball in behind mm. and all of a sudden we were running backwards. I don't think it was an... In- I don't think the intention was to sit deep. I, I've re- I don't think it's very often that teams do go out thinking, we're going to sit really deep. But no, Leadbitter was just doing such a good job of spraying balls in that we ended up running backwards. And it was the logical consequence. And so that halftime tweet by Adams to get more pressure on Leadbitter meant that he was putting fewer balls in behind. And ultimately, that allowed us to get further up the pitch.
3: Yeah, I guess. But I think it could have been, I think even if stronger had played in shape right, then okay, it wouldn't have been so easy. He wouldn't have, wouldn't have had so much space to run into. But I still You needed a Sarsic, really? That, yeah, that was a game designed he was, he was, for Sarsovich. He, yes. he was the player who we were missing one
2: day. Because um, I mean, he he really leads the press. You can see there was a lack of communication. I, there was, so, I had go down at a two at halftime. That, that's. I, you saw, you saw how much I was ranting in that in that group chat. I yeah. I just couldn't believe what I was what I was seeing. It was like. It, I, I, it was surreal. I can i I. It was sort of difficult to describe because it went against so many of the fundamentals of that that position. It, I think I like to it. Too, I, it'd be like, I like trying to argue with someone who believes the earth is flat. I just, I, I wouldn't even be able to get get my head around what I need to talk about. It was, yeah. I was. I felt sorry for him because it's obviously not his position. I, I didn't think. I mean, there's a reason why normally we put Songo in centre defence mid and Fox in centre mid. It's because Fox has that the intelligence to play that position a bit better. But I mean, Songer was just sort of there but not there. He was too high. He was he was too far up the pitch. He was, he was never in line with Threlkel, but He was also so deep that he never actually put anyone under pressure. He he wasn't even dribble past. He just wasn't there. <laughs> He, he just wasn't yeah. there. I think I might have Lee mentioned Catamol it in got the ways, way, At the time, where it's just like... Lee Catamol. <laughs> Lee Catamol. Twice. The only reason Catamol didn't score twice is because if you watch the highlights, I'm pretty certain it's in the highlights package, one of the chances Catamol had, Greg stole away from him as he was about to smash it in from about eight yards. Twice. <laughs> Catamol got a run on Songo. Lee Catamol. I'm going to keep saying that name. Barry isn't his middle name, isn't it?
1: It is his middle name. Yeah, oh, yeah Lee Barry Catamol. Lee Barry Catamol, which just feels right.
2: Songer looked so much better once he went back into a position that he is more comfortable in. He had a good second half. Not not Nothing special, but he had a good enough second half. But that first half was just a reminder. It was a reminder of why we don't play him there. So, sorry for that rant, that. I just I no am Sorry, fine. Adam. I, I overs- spoke over you, Maxwell. No, Please go ahead and. Tell I mean, what you're I was
1: only say. trying to speak over you, so I think it, it's all fine. But no, no, I, I think mind. it's just something I mentioned to you at some point this week. Really, it was just kind of a songo blindness. Eventually, came to pass. We were all in a case of, well, uh, what we should be doing is exactly what you're doing: ranted at why on earth is he in that position. It just got to the first half, went on, and was like, oh, song goes upfield again. Okay, that's happened again. It was just a case of wow, that shouldn't be happening. I've just become so used to him being out of position in that first half. It was just like, eh, oh well, that's happened again. Let's carry on. And yeah, I think you've said it fairer than I possibly could with that rant of yours, and I reckon it should happen more often.
2: Lee Barry Catamol. Lee Barry Catamol. I'm going to be affect. saying those words in my sleep now. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, I should say, that's only the second time Catamol's ever scored at home for Sunderland. Hmm. And you he really? could have had two. yeah. <laughs> He's been there for years. That's only his second ever goal. This is the first wow. one only season, came a week or two back. Yeah. I, wow. I just... My word. Okay, right. Let's focus on more positives. Um. How, how about Leatherin? Leatherin obviously had another good game.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Made made a couple of good saves. Didn't he, towards the end of the first half, and they were really getting on top. They kept the slim of a sniff. Um, I mean, he, he got injured. We won't go into the whole Lever and race the debate. But it's a little bit concerning he got injured, we don't have him as an option. But yeah, generally speaking, he had another good game. Didn't didn't really do a lot wrong. He had that one slightly dodgy moment in the second half where he was um, denied about coming for a cross, didn't he? But apart from that, didn't do a lot wrong. Till
1: so another,
2: um, yeah, gone. No, go there,
1: go there, there's a lot of positive about Leatheran at this moment I feel and that might come from the fact that it's unexpected I mean one of the we've got two keepers that have been vying for the first team spot one's come down from the Premier League one's come up from non-league and when we see and doing well it's almost a surprising sort of thing that he's on the level even though you know particularly with his shot stopping, he most certainly is which is kind of why I'd be, as much as I have on this podcast in the past and in some of my analysis articles, looked at Macy and gone, he's a much more capable keeper than people are giving him credit for. I would be a little bit worried, particularly going into a Luton game at the weekend, if we don't have Leatherin in place, just for that little bit of confidence that's going on. I'd be. Oh, I'd be go on.
2: I feel so sorry for Macy. I mean, honestly, so I think now that fans are expecting it, they're looking for it. Like Sam, you said that you thought. Oh, oh I God, agree. Looked, you know, concerned and hurried, and you know, all over the place. Once he came on against Sunderland, right? Yeah, I, I mean, didn't.
3: The, 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 I'll just give one one example. On the we know with like with the with the fans, you get like a. It can only be described. If anyone who goes to home games know exactly what I mean, you get like a little moan and a big moan when somebody makes a mistake and it's somebody who they quite like. You get a oh, like if like Lamiris or ladapo dribbles the ball out of play or misplaces a pass, you get a. Ooh. But if it's somebody like and um, someone who's really these noises, <laughs> like the a, like like, a um, <laughs> like 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 <laughs> for example, a,
2: like oh god, let's I don't want to hear this now. Can we can we just go oh, through a like series death. of different well, moments I, I won't I won't yeah. I won't go don't through enough, that, the whole god. the whole
3: spectrum. But when you get somebody who, who fans are really gunning for, like um. Ruben Reed More. in his first season on loan, or Moore, or Conor Houraghan is the one that really sticks in my back when everyone hated him, and they do something wrong and he gets the full scale, ooh, bloody rubbish! <laughs> and, and all that, all that sort of thing, you know. It <laughs> what was um,
2: was that? what was that? Ma- yeah, well, this is it's what's it even done
3: down down like. Down. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be playing, you'll oh, be playing that sound back or through the podcast, now, aren't you? But anyway, Matey. Mate, <laughs> I'll let you laugh oh and I'll carry on. God. Any group oh God. chat conversation Please sound, give sound me more, recorded give me more. forever. Ma- yeah, anyway. <laughs> M- Macy had only been on for a matter of, I think, probably not even a, not even a couple of minutes. He had a goal kick.
2: So it's going to be the giant goal kick that went through to the goalkeeper.
3: Yes, he overhits the like goal Leatherin's kick.
2: done this four or five times he, in the past yeah, few games. Well, exactly. He and, over- and you wouldn't pick it up.
3: Exactly. He overhits the goal kick. He goes through to the goalkeeper, Something which, you know, is not a great kick, but it can happen. Leveron's done it. And I think that almost... Not everybody, but a large proportion of the people around me—they gave it that full scale, the, the big moan uh, you know, there. <laughs> yeah, very much like that, really. But um, <laughs> and I just feel that as much as I don't really. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you doing? As much as he doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence in me, to get at him oh. like that for one for one error within a couple of minutes of being on isn't going to do him a lot of good. have
2: god, life—the home of <laughs> crowd noise oh. analysis. You know what I mean, though, right? So the players, you feel yeah, yeah, the crowd are waiting for them to make people a mistake. I mean, like, so, so my point was going to be that, like, you. I remember you saying. I know Rory said as well that he had the feeling that the defense looked far more panicked when he came on. Completely disagree. Watched the game back. Didn't see any evidence for that. I saw a couple of mistakes or little things slip in, but I see no link to Macy being on the pitch for that. I'm getting the feeling that we're now in that territory where people are looking to blame him. So like Central League game today, three goals conceded, And, you know, people already people who almost certainly weren't at the game saw none of the goals already using that, you know, to have a go at him. I think I remember uh Leatherin conceding four goals, or was it five goals to so, MK okay, Don's in the central league last year, no one's gonna be picking that up. It, it's like people are now looking for things to go at Macy with and this is the worst time for him to come in because Luton are almost certainly guaranteed to win, regardless of whether or not Leatherman starts. To be honest, Leatherman's probably dodged a bullet he'll probably look worse coming out of the Luton game. But yeah. if if Macy not not necessarily, but there's a fair chance. And if Macy does start, then say we concede three or four. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just people who are going to turn and say, mm-hmm. yeah, it was all Macy. It's got nothing to do with Luton being the best team in the league, who would tear us to shreds really either way.
1: I think it's something that I put in my uh, analysis with the sense that people, and I mean, I include myself in this, and I think a lot of people fall into the same trap, but correlation does not equal causation. Like a lot of the case with the second goal, people looking at Macy's coming on the pitch and we've conceded, oh yeah, what a surprise, we've conceded as Macy's come on. And you look at the goal, and I mean, it doesn't look good on first look, but that's not an easy save that he would have made. I think, you know, I said in my analysis that Leatheran might have made it, but it isn't clear cut. So to immediately say, oh, Macy's playing, a goal's gone in, gosh, what a surprise, that must be Macy's fault, is a very short-sighted view that I think a lot of people fall into the same trap. And as you say, Nick, I think it's just a case that people need to take a step back and realise, you know, am I looking for a reason to blame Macy for this? Is there perhaps something wider at play? Because as you mentioned, it was a case of, on Saturday, Macy did come on and some people mentioned the defence looking a bit more shaky. But before that, Taylor came on, replaced Falcold and there was less midfield presence... Or was at the same time. Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, so
2: they both came on at the same minute. Yeah,
1: so I mean, how can we say that's not a factor in it? I'd argue that's a bigger factor in it than maybe yeah, it could take, ever be. So we
2: stripped out a defensive yeah, presence we in go. the midfield and put on a striker. Of course, we're going to look more vulnerable at the back.
1: So I mean, that says it all. The correlation is not causation. Point. i saying as a lot of people will need to keep that one in mind as we're going forward. Particularly as you say, if we get to the weekend, chances are we'll lose to Luton because they are high flying. They're the best team in the league, and they put five past us last time we played them. So. You know, it's we may well lose on Saturday and it may well not be anything to do with Macy. I'd just like us all to keep that in mind.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I did get that same impression as Rory. Maybe it's just my subconscious bias that, that, that coming into effect. But I've just got it so many times. And that, yes, I feel fans are moaning too much, but I've just got that subconscious feeling. Just that they just seem that little bit more panicky when he's behind. Like they're never quite sure what he's going to do. Maybe I'm entirely wrong, and maybe Alabadi can get They're it. I'm not sure
2: what he's going to do. What, what do you mean by that? Leatheran's made more defensive errors than Macy this season, and he's played half the minutes.
3: True, but, I, but I'm, go, I'm, going on, I'm going on perception here. You're I'm going on, on your perception. perception. Well, Rory said the same, didn't he? So, you know, it's, not, it's not just me getting gets that feeling. Rory did, A lot
2: but of Rory was do. also admittedly drunk and probably <laughs> nervous. I mean, let, let's not forget we're one down chasing an equaliser of Sunderland. I'll I tell you what, one person, what I should say, we're not going to have a quiz today. That's definitely not because I didn't have the time to do one. No, um, absolutely but, not. <laughs> no. um But one other player wants to single out for praise uh, Gary Sawyer. I, I should say, I thought Nar Canavan had a very good game, but it was he had a lot of highs. He did a very good job dealing with Grigg. He also had quite a few lows, so he had that mistake at the end where he hit it straight at Grigg, and uh, a very poor cross by Duncan Whatmore prevented it from turning probably into 3 0. Um, and he also he got turned by Grigg. He lost headed to Grigg for Grigg's uh, effort of gold. So he had a good game, but I felt as though yeah, there are a couple of small things in there that dragged him down. So the person I went for Man of the Match was Gary Sawyer. and That's the first time I've given him Man of the Match this season. I didn't think he was brilliant, but he provided a good attacking threat second half. You know He was driving on forward. He did a very good job there. He was good defensively, especially in the first half when he was afforded no protection whatsoever. Um... Including that five-minute period where literally nobody was playing left midfield, just mm. we, I, I'm not between is about the 35th minute and the 40th minute. Songo and Throwcold were both right centre mid. Carey was right wing, or was it Limiris right wing? Carey centre attack mid, and Fox centre mid, and there was nobody on the left. It was another one of those surreal moments.
1: It could have been a massacre at that point there and then. It,
2: after the goal, Songo and Throwcold switched position, so Throwcold went right. Threlkill then went off injured for a minute, so Song went to right defensive mid. Then when he came back on, Mm. just for five minutes, (laughs) they were both playing right centre mid. Neither went back to the left. It was just amazing until eventually this all worked itself out into a 4-2-3-1, but... God, it was weird. But anyhow, Soy did a good job then, and he obviously was one of our best uh, threats going forward. He almost won a penalty, put a great cross in for Taylor later on. And yeah, I just thought he did. He had a good job. He had five completed dribbles more than any other player. In fact, I think the rest of the team combined made five completed dribbles, so it says it all, really. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, that is alarming. Yeah, I mean, Sawyer, of all people, to have that many. You won't see that happen very often this season. Uh, were there any other points any of you guys wanted to make?
3: Yeah, that's um I would uh suppose the other, the only other thing is about um with uh with with regard to the Central League today, with Ness getting a few minutes under his belt. Would anybody look at bringing Ness back in for Saturday to give that a bit more balance to the midfield?
2: You I don't, know I would.
3: Yeah. But then um, with with Sarcevic still suspended, we're never gonna get the ideal midfield free but, yeah,
2: but Ness and Threlkeld.
3: Would be an improvement, wouldn't it? Would be a step in the right direction, I think for sure if you do that as the the 4-1-2-3 I mean, it would be yeah, out 4-3-2 what you want to break it what's, what's probably going to happen what yeah. I put
2: money on is Adams doing what he did against Peterborough starting matching up their formation Fox at the base if possibly even Songo potentially Threlkeld Carey left and right Lemire centre attack I I should imagine he'll match them up. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't be
1: surprised. Particularly because, you know, we saw him change to that shape to match up Peterborough after that absolute demolition at Luton last time. So yeah, I would certainly would not be surprised to see that shape or similar.
2: And let's not forget that the 4-2-3-1, a better 4-2-3-1, was absolutely massacred. Massacred. I mean, imagine that 4-2-3-1 minus Ness and Sarcevic taking on Luton. Don't do do that to me, Nook.
1: Oh, that's. Yes. I'm going to have that in my nightmares. As you're going to have Lee Barry Catramol.
2: Lee Barry Go. Oh, right. Keep saying it. <laughs> I will be muttering in my sleep. <laughs> okay, right though. Let's uh, let's stop that there. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening to that. Um, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And uh, from all of us, uh, good night. Good
1: night. Good night.
3: Good
2: night.